0: Hey, Lead the Gen fam, welcome to season two of the Student Leadership Podcast.
1: Thanks so much for joining us today. We believe that Gen Z students can be incredible leaders in their homes, schools, and churches. And this podcast is all about helping you grow as a leader.
0: Great student leadership is a result of having a great relationship with Jesus. So we also want to help you deepen your faith and understanding of God.
1: If you love this podcast, please do us a favor and write a review and rate it on whatever platform you're listening from. And don't forget to hit subscribe. We'll be dropping new episodes several times a week throughout the school year, and be sure to share it with other amazing student leaders like yourself. This podcast is sponsored
0: by our partner, WorldServe International. WorldServe is addressing the water crisis in Africa, where over 790 million people do not have access to clean drinking water. You and I can be part of solving this crisis. Go to WorldServeIntl.org to get started.
1: So get ready. The Student Leadership Podcast starts right now.
0: Hey, students, welcome to another edition of the Student Leadership Podcast. My name is Aaron. I'm here with my co-host, Gil. What's up, my friend? It's
1: your boy as always.
0: Yeah, we're glad to be here. And joined once again by our new friend to the Lead the Gen fam, John Rush, one of the youth directors at Elevation Church. What's up, my brother? Good to have you with us
2: again. Yo, yo, yo! I saw that on that woo. I like peeked in red, so I'm sure the audio guys fixed it so it didn't blast out your guys' ears. <laughs> but sorry to Aaron and Gil, I think I just killed him. But I'm, I'm. It's because I'm pumped to be here with y'all. Oh, we excited to have you. And uh, students, if you missed
0: our first episode with John uh, or the overtime episode, uh, you're gonna want to go back and you're gonna check those out first. Some really great content, Gil. Like, yeah, like, a lot of good
1: stuff, especially good even stuff. about fashion there at the beginning.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some fashion <laughs> tips there. <laughs> uh, like some some good exegetical. Bible work that John brought to the first episode. Um, kind of one of those episodes you might have to listen to a couple times. In order to yeah,
1: get yeah we, were, we were just saying that. But John, let me ask you another icebreaker question here. They got to know your, your eco-friendly kind of fashion mentality last time. But let me ask you this. Uh, I think in 2021, we saw a huge rise of like crypto stocks, and obviously that kind of became the next thing to invest into. So let me tap a little bit into your stock market brain here if you have one. If not, make it up as we go. But what do you think is the next <laughs> biggest thing that's going to rise super high on the stock market do you think it's going to be more crypto do you think it's going to be a different industry that's going to pop up but what's next yeah so
2: i'm i'm actually like this um these next two years i'm i'm just now starting to accumulate enough savings and have paid off enough debt to be able to start to like begin my investments and so i've like on the on the very beginning of the journey and so i have some students in my youth ministry who are uh like fourteen and fifteen who have already made like you know some like a couple hundred bucks on 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 crypto. I know a guy um, that has made his work his, his, the amount he gets paid for his job in one year in Bitcoin. Um, so I'm like, okay, this is this is even though I think it's fake, it's obviously real. So I'm like, I don't get what it is, but honestly, if you think about what money is anyway, we agreed that these paper things like mean money and so okay so here's what i'm going to say man out here here's a contrarian answer i think crypto's cool i don't think it's going anywhere but i don't think we're getting past big business i think meta and amazon and and, and <laughs> alphabet which is a parent company at google i don't think they're going anywhere and i think um i think the people uh that can get in on those stocks um are are, are going to be, they're going to be wise. My dad's got some of that stock. So dad, if you're listening, good job. You beat us. <laughs> Congrats, dad. I'm proud of you. <laughs> so good.
0: Um, Gil, always looking for financial advice on the podcast. I've noticed this trend. Yeah. You know,
1: no. I, I just want to know I just want to you know pick people's minds who might be smarter than me and get to know what they're doing financially you know and just
0: a shout out again to the podcast fam you need to know this that Gil just recently got engaged so that's why he's thinking about lots of financial yeah. questions so thinking about Roth IRAs oh, yeah, as always congratulations this is this is great so um, John again you know we had we had you on the episode uh, on one of the episodes or just, just last week really and um, such good content and so I'm excited to uh, kind of dive in again with you on leadership student leadership Leadership, following Christ, being fully devoted, follow Christ, all of that. So uh, let's let's jump in. Give us a leadership thought for students that are listening today. Uh, maybe a brand new student, they've never checked out the podcast before. Maybe maybe some of our faithful, you know,
2: podcast fan. But what do you have for us? Yeah, I want to I want to take maybe a potentially familiar theme, and I want to just make sure you know the Bible behind it. You know, sometimes we hear these statements in church. And if you're not careful as a student in youth ministry, you'll actually think that that quote your youth pastor says all the time is scripture, but it's just a thing that they say when they don't know what to say. Right. And uh, sometimes we live uh, with these truths at a surface level. But this one I want to encourage students today is that is that the things that are going to help you maintain your faith for your whole life through college, through the different ups and downs of high school and middle school and, and all of life isn't going to just be having it on the surface. It's going to be taking the same truth and working it down deep into the soil of your life. And so here's what we're talking about today, that God is going to use pain, problems and persecution to push you into your purpose, and I wanted to bring some old school alliteration uh, just for any of the youth pastors listening, and say we still got it, guys. That's it. We Come still on. got it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it feels like the start of actually a, a stolen sermon here. So I'm just gonna take <laughs> extra calling, good notes. He's here. calling
0: you out. He's calling you out. No.
2: <laughs> so sometimes me- I probably subliminally steal uh, messages from my pastor. Pastor Stephen preaches some of the best sermons that I have ever heard in my life, but every week. And I listen to them so often that sometimes I think I'm plagiarizing and I don't even know it. I think that's okay. I think if,
0: I think if you're, if you're stealing terms from pastor Stephen Frederick, it's all right. Is that, is that yeah, that, is that's passable? We'll, I, don't know. We'll I, feel like, I feel like that's okay. So
1: yeah. All right. So tell us, tell us, uh, in the Bible here, I know there's obviously a lot of stories of persecution and even just honestly, the early church fathers, I'm thinking specifically that first hundred years, there's a lot of good stuff, but is there any story that comes to mind to you specifically for this, John?
2: Well, Hey, I, I want to, I, I want to pick up right where you said the early church fathers and I, uh, I love that we're living in a generation that is very socially and politically active and aware. I think that's a really good thing. But one of the things that I'm always conscious of as a youth pastor is to remind students and old people on Facebook that the ultimate fate of our world isn't tied, uh, isn't tied to the comings and goings of, of our, our government systems. It's tied to the kingdom of heaven. And Jesus didn't come to establish an earthly kingdom. That's what they wanted him to do. And in fact, you guys, They killed him because they were mad that he didn't overthrow the Roman government. They thought that Messiah and the reason why they called him son of David, if you ever read it is because that was one of the messianic prophecies attached to Jesus. And they were using it because David was the most successful war King that Israel ever had. So they're like son of David. That's like saying son of LeBron, he's about to win this basketball game. They're like, he's about to take these Roman oppressors out. But what's so encouraging if you read the book of Acts, you look at the early church, is that no matter what was happening in the government, whether they had favor or not, and then a lot of times they didn't have it, God is so faithful to build his church and flourish his people in the land. In the exile in Babylon, he flourished his people. Ultimately in Egypt, he flourishes people. So I just want to let y'all know, I think it's so great to be politically and socially active and be a part of that. But we gotta ultimately hook our Teeth into the fact that Jesus is on the throne, and so in Acts chapter one, verse eight, two short scriptures. This is Jesus right before he ascends up to heaven, and he's giving um, the disciples um, some some commandments before they leave, and he says, "This you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witness in Jerusalem and in all of Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth." And then he floats away and it's beautiful and they go to Pentecost and then he they floats receive away the love, Holy Spirit. I love your add on there <laughs> and 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 we go through Acts chapter one, Acts chapter two, Acts chapter three, Acts chapter four, Acts chapter five, six, seven. and great things are happening in Jerusalem, but Judea and Samaria, the ends of the earth, the church hasn't gone there yet. And so here's where a pain, a problem, and a persecution is a thing that propels us into his purpose. Acts chapter uh, eight. Verse one, and Saul approved of their killing him. He just killed Stephen on that day, which was a leader in the church on that day, a great persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem and all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. Godly men buried Stephen and mourned deeply for him. Uh, But Saul began to destroy the church going from house to house. He dragged off men and women and put them in prison. Verse four, those who had been scattered Preached the word wherever they went. I can't, I can't, I, I just, I'm hype on it. And, and my uh, my pre workout's hitting. It's not actually pre workout, it's like a video game pre workout that I take. Um, G Fuel. And it, it's hit, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm actually, I have some contractual agreements with a different company, <laughs> and, I, and I can't drink G Fuel. So, um, And um, even what we'll see here is you'll begin to read even Philip, he's speaking to um, a, a leader from Mesopotamia, which is way far away from Jerusalem. So because Philip was scattered, he's this church leader. And so what did we see in Acts chapter one, verse eight, this promise and this command from God, but what do we see is the thing that it actually took for God to move his people into that purpose. It was what they would have called a problem. It sure felt like pain and it definitely was persecution, but it is the thing that caused them to get the word of God where it needed to go. So I don't know what you've been going through student, but okay, let me stop. Let me stop. I could (laughs) have,
0: Oh, that's so good. So um, you, I, I love the encouragement here that you're you're giving students that are listening because you're helping students say you have to think think beyond surface of what's happening in our culture. Think beyond the surface of what's happening in our country, especially over the last couple of years. You know, so much divisiveness, so much politics, so much, you know, with COVID and everything. Um, and we have to go deeper than that and lock into... God is building his church. Lock into the kingdom of God is being established through, and to use your, your words here, through problems, through pain, through persecution. That is a different worldview. Right, that that is that is not typical. That is not normal. That is not the way that that people think. And unfortunately, it's probably not even the way that a lot of Christians think. You know, we we don't we don't tend to look at problems, pain, and persecution as a part of our worldview, and and we we don't tend to look at those things as and be and be inclusive of those things in like, hey, this is what God's doing, and this is how God is using these things. So, if a student begins to to take your advice, to take the counsel of God's word that you're given us, and they begin to apply it to their life, and they begin to apply it to the way they view their life and they view the world around them. What does that look like? you know how do, how does that inform or develop a Christian worldview
2: in students? Yeah, so like you you're not starting on the volleyball team, but God called you to be a leader. Oh no, I don't have a leadership p- position. So how can I lead? And God's like, oh, you thought leadership was about a position? Mm. No, 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 no. Let me teach you. So God is that you would actually be leading at a surface level if you had that C on your chest. Anyone can lead from a position. In fact, the students, friends, managers, teachers and coaches that you have in your life, student listening to this, that bother you the most are the ones who only uh, have leadership because they have the position. So why would you want to be a leader like that? And the people that you look up to the most aren't the people who lead from a place of position. They lead from a place of identity. So right now this problem, you might even feel like it is persecution. Maybe it's because oh, I'm the only Christian kid on the team. And so, and now I'm going to, I'm going to change schools because, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. hold on, Wouldn't it be just like God to put you in a position to show the character of a Christian to say, maybe I, maybe I literally am not getting this position because I'm a Christian but I'm going to I'm, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to influence and I'm going to actually show the highest form of what it means to be a Christian leader from the words of Jesus. And that's to serve. And let me tell you something. If God has given you a talent, he will make a way for that talent. You don't have to try to you don't have to try to kick down doors. And so I just think I just think we oftentimes uh, are in the moments of our greatest opportunity to exercise God's purpose when it's the, the most difficult. But that's when we actually leave. Hmm. You know, so right now, maybe something bad happened at your school. I know that, unfortunately, at the time of this recording, there's been just such a weird string of gun threats in schools around the country, as well as, unfortunately, some very real like like shootings happening. I by no means think that God is causing those to happen or is happy that they do. I just want to encourage students that in the middle of that pain. Is some of the greatest opportunities to share Jesus in the middle of your confusion when your friends are opening TikTok and they're seeing all these weird threats about school is a great way for you to say, well, man, in the midst of confusion and fear, maybe this is the perfect lens for me to open up and just say, hey, would you guys want to pray with me? Hey, you guys, I'm reading the Bible right now and and it's not always necessarily changing my emotions, but it is giving me some level of, of, of peace. And so I just know that students there's so many things that are happening to you that are bad that you can use to excuse yourself to sit on the bench of God's purpose. But something about the early church, Jesus was so real to them that even as they were running for their lives, verse four said, those who had been scattered, preached the word wherever they went.
1: Yeah. And I, am I'm, I'm going to shorten this quote here by, by C.S. Lewis, but he specifically says like, you know, God whispers to us in our pleasure, but shouts to us in our pain. Like that mm. is obviously like just the pain in our own lives. But if you, I think if you take that and apply it to like the pain of the world, the pain of what's going on in like a stu- your student, like, you know, you as a student, your family, maybe your friend group, maybe the team that you're serving with at church, like maybe you're on the worship team or the setup teardown team. And you're seeing that like in, in the pain, in the problems is exactly where God's voice is heard the loudest. And it's, it is, it, really is the greatest opportunity to like hear God and understand him in a new way and like tell people about and help, help there just be more spiritual maturity. So John, let me ask you this. Is there a student that you're connected with right now that's living this out really well? Man, I, I, I can,
2: I can definitely, uh, think of a couple of them. Um, but there's a, a girl in our student ministry. She actually just graduated this last year, um, now she's a leader in our student ministry. Um, I mean, she oh. always was, but now she's an adult a leader named Sophia. And when she uh started coming to church, uh, she was just really caught up in the middle of just some depression and different disorders she was dealing with. And throughout that whole time, she still found the way to position herself to not only receive from God, but to serve and volunteer how she could, even despite some of the things she was battling and to be open to growing her leadership. And what is so cool is that now as God has progressed her through that, she's got this momentum where some of that bad stuff is behind her, but in another way, it's still in front of her, but now she's using it to help free other people. So because of her testimony, we've, we've heard it all before is, you know, the test is the setup, uh, to, to the testimony. And so I just want to encourage students that you might be going through a divorce. God still wants to use you. You might, you might have moved schools and you're frustrated. God still wants to use you. And, and I'm not saying that from a sense of God being cruel and, and while you're down, he's going to, you know, kick you and get to work for me person. No, 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 no. Being involved in the purposes of God are some of the most fulfilling things in our lives. I, I just want you to know that maybe the thing that's going to help you get through your current storm is actually seeing God deliver someone else from theirs. And, 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 and then this is what it's going to do. It's going to build your faith because if he can do it for them, if he can do it through you, it means that he can and he will do it in your life. Yeah. I um you
0: mentioned uh, John uh, not on this episode but on the the previous episode where we interviewed you and again students if you haven't listened to that one you should you should check that one out but you mentioned that sometimes you know, when we look at scripture we we already know how the story ends and we don't we always we don't always take into consideration uh, you know reading it in the way that a person who you know, is living it is. They're living it in real time. They don't know, so I can only imagine. You you talked Acts one eight, and you talked Acts eight one, and I can only imagine Acts one eight when Jesus is saying to the disciples like his final words. You know, basically, you know, paraphrase here. You guys are going to start a revival, and it's going to spread here, there, and everywhere. That sounds exciting. That sounds awesome. That sounds like a ride. That's going to be amazing. Um, and then you know, eight chapters later, persecution hits, and if you're living through that, you're thinking. How in the world? You know, like this is not the plan. This is not how it was supposed to go. This is not how I saw it happening. And I think as students and even as adults, there are so many experiences and seasons we have in our life where we ask ourselves the, the same question. This is, you know, we we have the same thought. This isn't how I thought saw it going. This isn't how I I thought it was going to happen. Uh, I I didn't I didn't see. I didn't have the view of problems, pain, and persecution being some of the vehicles that God would use to get me where He wants to get me to. Right. So. Yeah. um, Final question here for you, just wanted to kind of kind of set you up for all that with a little bit of a recap. So how does a student, you know, take steps in this area of their faith and and their spiritual development, their leadership? How do they take practical steps right now? Like, like, what does that look like? Maybe for the student who's actually in problems, pain or persecution or for the student who's not and they're like, okay, what do I do with this? You know, I don't really I'm not really experiencing what 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 do you see, John? What does it look like practically to you?
2: Yeah, I I just think that you got to celebrate small steps. You guys got to celebrate small wins. And so especially when you're going through a hard time and you're young, you don't have a lot of practice at being aware of God's purpose while you're going through the pain or the problem. And um, you just got to celebrate the small steps. Hey, the fact that you smiled at one person at school today. Hey, the fact that you invited one person to come to church this month. Hey, the, the fact that. The fact that you prayed for some, you wrote some names of your friends and you prayed for them um, before you went to school. You just have to you have to deconstruct the expectation that somehow, that you're you need to go like stand on the lunch table and preach a sermon or go <laughs> heal your coach's broken ankle, you know. Now, I believe that God wants to and can use you in all those ways. And I'm not trying to mitigate anyone's faith. I'm actually saying that that starting small will build your faith. Faith is a is momentum. Faith is a snowball effect. And you just start making these little snowballs of faith, to start doing little things and and make sure you're staying connected with God because this is what we, this is what we can be so, 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 um, caught up in all of us, myself included. We are doing things that we think God would want us to do without asking God, is this what he wants me to do? And that can still be just as misleading as going out on a Friday night and having a crazy, horrible time, right. And throwing out all your convictions. Sometimes we can be saying, Oh God, I, 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 you know, last month or in that person's life, they did this. So I did, you know, I remember one time, one of my students had just converted um, to Christianity from being a Muslim and he loved worship so much at church. He, and, he, and he texted me a, a couple of days after he got saved. And he said, Hey, I just got, almost got suspended at school. I have the after school detention. I'm like, Oh my gosh, why? He's like, Because I started, um, I brought a guitar to uh, to my school and I started singing worship songs and preaching in the lunchroom. Come on. And I'm just like, (laughs) oh man, like I love the passion. I love it. But, but, But did you sit down with the Holy Spirit and say, God, how do you want me to make a difference today? And how do you want to, I'm not saying he wouldn't tell someone to do that. I'm just saying, we gotta make sure that we're consulting God. And so build that momentum. Last thing I'll say on that is here's the beauty of a problem as it relates to your purpose. Most of the times, the problems you're facing, God is sending you to be the solution. So whenever I preach, the most powerful thing I say, other than the word of God, is when I talk about the three divorces I went through before I was in eighth grade. Because what it does is for everyone who's been through family drama, There's just a power to our testimony, the Bible says. And so the very thing that was a pain uh, and a problem in my life is actually the signal point of some of the ways God is using me to reach people. So so if you want to find your purpose, ask yourself, what problem am I facing and how can I solve it? And if I solved it for me, how can I help solve it for others? So good. Love it. John, this has been great, dude. Thanks so much, man. Uh, again,
0: another episode that Gil and I look at each other saying, yeah, we're going to have to listen to back to this ourselves. And Yeah, I was supposed
1: <laughs> to talk there, but I'm still taking notes. I'm like, oh, I have a lot of thoughts on this that yeah. I want, but I can't go into right uh, now. Oh,
0: it's so good. We're going to have some incredible overtime episodes just kind of breaking this down. And uh, if you're if you're new to the Lead the Gen podcast fam, um, we bring incredible guests on like John Rush, um, but then we sit in the studio afterwards and we just kind of talk shop and break it down and uh, I figure that. out how to apply it to our lives. And so you're going to want to want to catch uh, both episodes with John and then both overtime episodes after that. So um, John, thanks so much uh, for being with Absolutely. us, man. Incredible. Students want to find you on Instagram, shoot you
2: DM. How do they do that? Where you at? Uh, John W. Rush. Um, but uh, our youth ministry, we stream often on Twitch. We have a discord. So for those of you who know what that is, come say what's up. Twitch.tv forward slash elevation. YTH. We'd love to see you guys uh, in the chat or discord.gg forward slash elevation, uh, youth. And uh, I'd love to talk to you guys. And Hey, don't, don't, don't let the fact that I'm passionate, make you think that I'm perfect. Okay. Y'all are doing great student leaders. Just the fact that you're listening to this podcast. God is so proud of you. You're doing so much better than you think you are.
1: Yeah. Amen. John, thanks so much for being here again today. And students, make sure to let us know if this is is this is relevant to you. If you're enjoying this, give us a review, send us a DM, let us know what's up. And you can contact us at LTG Conference or myself at Gilbo's Wagons. Hey, you can find me at
0: Aaron Holt as well. Love to hear from you. Uh, leave a review, shoot us a message, send John a message too. Uh, jump on their Discord and, and hang out with them. It would be incredible. So, hey, uh, students, remember, you're called to lead your generation. Do it with passion for Christ and love for others.